Welcome to a Father's Flame podcast, part one interview with Michael Marcial, where we talk about how to unleash the power of mentorship and community to skyrocket your success. Enjoy. All right. Welcome to a Father's Flame podcast today. We have a special guest, Michael Marcial. Welcome to a Father's Flame. I am stoked to be here. I, I, I'm actually really excited to see what we get into today. So, oh, yeah. So, no, I'm glad you, you're here. I appreciate your time. So why don't you give our audience just a little background on, on you, Michael? Yeah, absolutely. So longtime entrepreneur. Um, I'm 38 now, so literally half of my life. When I was 19, I started my first business. So I've been at it for a long time. Um, father uh, to one little lady. who I, I actually have one tattoo on my body, and it's actually for her. She's a little literal lifesaver. I'm sure we'll talk about her as well. This is kind of the 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 centerpiece of the the show. Um, married to an awesome, awesome, amazing woman um, who uh, you know drives me every single day to be better. Um, also a believer. Uh, I know not all of your guests are, but uh, uh, since uh, you know 16 years, I've been or 16 years old, been a believer. Um, and yeah, entrepreneur, I love connecting with good people, um, surround myself with as, as awesome of a you know, group of people as possible, which is why I'm on this show. Hey, that's awesome. So did you come from a home of like entrepreneurs? What did your, what did your parents do or how, like, what was that thing that clicked for you or, or. Yeah. You know, I think it was because my, my immediate family, my mom and dad both were non-entrepreneur. Um, but they, they, they both actually had that string in them. So my mom was the very, like one of the first female phone line installers, like back in the day, you'd seen them climbing up the phone poles and like literally hanging wires and like, you know, all the electrical stuff that goes with it for the phone companies, which takes, you know, some guts to be in a male dominated industry or any industry at that point. Um, and so that, that there's some entrepreneurial blood there. Um, and my dad for a long time was a security guard, a big kind of a buff dude. Um, and, and even him, like he didn't, he wouldn't call himself an entrepreneur, but the outcome of that, I just, I grew up with, you know, my mom and dad not working out. They divorced when I was young, about two years old. And I saw them just kind of both living a really default life. And it wasn't, didn't feel very fulfilling or anything like that. And yes, they had the kiddos, the, the three of us, and I'm sure that they had their own sense of fulfillment. But I was like, man, there's got to be more to living life than just kind of making ends meet and maybe not by the end of the month. And maybe our electricity goes out. Maybe it's not, you know, and, and so I had that from a young age, like, okay, where's the out here, right? What's something different than I can look at? And I think that's really what's, what bore the entrepreneurial spirit for me. Interesting. Did you end up like seeing somebody locally that you're like, oh, that guy, he's crushing it with this, or you just had a knack for like, you know, making cash, which, which you see a lot of guys, you know, doing in an early age. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't have really any of those examples. I really didn't. Um, and I think that was that, that also grew something in me. There was this opposition to say, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not going to be a statistic. I'm not going to do this. I, I just, it doesn't feel right. And I didn't know what that looked like. So I go through, you know, junior high school. I'm like, wait till I get to high school. This is going to be cool. Like these are going to be my people. This is going to be the time that I break through and figure stuff out. And I got to high school. And I was like, 
this isn't it. I liked it. It was great. Made a lot of good friends. I did some sports and some activities and stuff. And I was like, wait a minute, college. I get it. When I move away from family, then I'll be able to, I'll be free to explore. I'll be a free bird. I'm going to enjoy. I'm going to figure it out. And that didn't quite happen either. I was, I was sitting in, I, I went to school for math education. I was going to be a math teacher of all things. I am a little bit nerdy, a lot of bit nerdy. And so I'm sitting there my first year, the whole year. I'm like, okay, all right, this is just the basics. I'm going to, you know, next year is going to be awesome. Well, next year wasn't awesome. I just realized I'm learning math that I'll never use ever outside of teaching it in a math class. So I can teach kids to then teach us in a math class to then go and teach us in a math class. There's no value to that. There's just wow. no value. And so I was like, at least my opinion, right? Yeah. Like, point of cycle. View. The cycle. And I was like, no, 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 I can't, I can't do that. That is the system that I just told myself I was going to break out of. So I didn't have any examples of that. Um, but at the time, you know, two years into school, I was 19 years old. I ended up leaving school and met uh, who became one of my best, best friends who wanted to start uh, a company. He want, he, both of us are drummers. I'm also a drummer. Uh, and he wanted to build these electronic drum sets a little differently than what existed on the marketplace. I had no job, no prospects, nothing next. And I was like, yeah, I'll help you. I have no skills that I could bring to the table. This should work out just great. And, um, and then really quickly, I realized we needed to sell these things so I could pay rent. And we needed a ton more people to learn about it so that we could sell more sales and marketing. So I got really hyper-focused there, studied my, my tail off. And five years later, we ended up exiting the company for a decent chunk of change. So we learned some things in the interim there, but didn't really have an example of it. Wow, that's interesting. So you... How are you guys already thinking to sell it? You guys are in your young, your early twenties, and see, you're asking great questions. You you think I had foresight, right? <laughs> um, I did not, uh, and this is the faith move for sure because I didn't know what I was getting into, no clue, you know. But I knew, you know, because at, at age of sixteen, I had this aha, this epiphany that life was, I, I was predestined for something. And I knew it was coming. I didn't know what it was, but I felt God kind of, you know, breathing this, this life into me that says, Hey, something new is coming for you. Just stay patient, stay vigilant because it's going to happen. And then getting into this business, um, all I wanted to do was just have fun, make money so I could survive uh, and, and just help some people out with the products that we had. And that's kind of what we started to do. We started to see, wait a minute. If I want people to love our product, they need to see it. How would they see it? Through video. Could I learn how to make video content? Yeah, it was difficult back in the day, 19 years ago, almost 20 years ago. And But I figured it out. We got it in front of some people. They started to enjoy it and sharing it and loving on it. And we started to have sales. We started to pay ourselves, which was cool. But what we didn't foresee was you know, an exit. I didn't know that word. I didn't think about selling it until some of the bigger companies in our space were knocking on the door saying, Hey, we will make you an offer to buy all of this from you. And, you know, the cool thing about it is honestly, I was burnt out a little bit at that point is five hard years of, you know, I had a full-time job at the same time, you know, eight working eight to six every single day, an hour for dinner and from seven or 8 PM till two in the morning or later every day for five years gets to you. Okay. Especially oh when you're goodness. trying to work on your, 
faith in your fitness and your finances yeah. and your family. Right. And you have the other F of failures that have happened in the, in, in the line, you know? And so, so by that point, when we started getting these offers, I was like, you know what, maybe this is, this is the thing, you know? And, and so I, I learned a lot by going through it, sold it for way under its value. Cause I didn't know any better and I learned from it and grew from it. So. Interesting. What was that eight, uh, eight to six job or what, nine to six job you were doing? Back I worked at a music shop. Okay. I was teaching gotcha. uh, drums and guitar lessons and selling, you know, instruments and stuff like that too. What would you say to a guy in your position now? He's like just grinding in this really new startup. It's, it's, it's worth it. It's worth something. What, what would you say to, you know, Michael during that time, knowing what you know now? Gosh, you know, I, I, one is mentorship, like, like talk to people that have been through it. Like, you know, I, I was trying to reinvent the wheel or invent the wheel for the first time. And I didn't realize that I, I didn't have to go alone. So if you're grinding it out there, life, business, whatever, you have a business and you're, maybe you're at that point where you've put in the work and it is valuable. Um, just be open, right? Like you, you never know what's on the horizon for you and it's okay to not know that. But that's where the faith comes in to say, hey, you know, if you've built something awesome, hold to hold to that value, hold to that value, because whether we get it or not, whatever we've built, whether it's a, a family, a business, um, great, you know, work at our job, whatever that thing is, all of that is valuable. And I think sometimes we forget it. We get tired, we get bruised and banged up and we're looking for an exit. But in the business sense, and we can apply this up, you know, a lot of different ways, um, hold to that value that maybe you don't see, but this is where the faith steps in to say, hey, what you have before you is worth it. And um, and I wish I had a little bit more of that and reached out to some smarter people because uh, we definitely yeah. undervalued. I was tired, man. You know, I was a 23 year old, 53 year old. And I just, you know, I really I was just like, hey, you see value in me. Amazing. Have my baby. You know, take take my baby wow. away for pennies on the dollar, essentially. But, you know, stick it out and just know that there's value there. No, that's good. I, I like that you brought up mentorship. I think when guys finally, when that clicks in them, because a lot of us are wired to like, I got to do this, man. I got to grind this. It's me. Well, I don't want to fail. To, you know, my parents or my friends and my network finds out, you know, and they get to this humble moment of, or however they do it, they get good mentorship. And it's like that catapults you like, and you don't have to like learn every single failure. You just maybe skip like 10 failures because you brought in mentorship. Yeah. So, well, and you know, anyway. this is, this is why I was really looking forward to being here. Cause I wasn't planning on talking about entrepreneurship or any specific thing. I just came and said, Hey, Jeff's yeah. going to take care of this. He's going to take the conversation where it needs to go. And for me, I've recognized in my own life that I sometimes quote unquote needed to hit my rock bottom, right? I needed to grind something out until I just, it wasn't growing. It wasn't alive anymore before I'd learn a lesson, right? I don't know if that resonates with anybody, but I had to like crash a little bit before like, okay, something needs to change. And this is where I've, you know, just now in my 38 years of life, now learning that I don't actually have to do that mentorship becomes one of those things, right? Other humans that I get to go to. And some of them you've even interviewed on your show that I can tap into and say, Hey, you've been through something like this. What do I need to know about this? 
things. I know that I don't know what I don't know. Fill me in, right? But when I can't lean on a brother or a, a, a mentor or a, somebody in my in my life, I have another source to go to. Okay, and that's where that's where that faith comes in to say, hey, I don't know what's next, right? But I have enough foresight to know that this is some this is something heavy, whether it's business, life, personal struggles, whatever. This is heavy enough where I don't want to hold on to this for too long, right? If I were to hold this glass of water, this is very light. I could do this. Ten hours from now, I'm going to be shaking. I'll be sweaty, right? I I physically will not be able to hold this little glass of water. My muscles yeah. will fatigue and I will fail at that if I hold on to it for too long. Right. And so this is where I get to just say, Hey, where, where do we take this thing and how can I shift out of this right now? Because, you know, truthfully, you could be growing something, a relationship, a business, uh, a new habit. And if it's actually not serving you, it's okay to pivot. I've pivoted a thousand times. Now, when I was younger, it was life altering for me to say, Hey, I'm not going to be doing this business anymore. And what are people going to think? And am I a failure if this fails? And I had to just disassociate with that for a second to say, no, no, no. If I'm really truthfully um, looking to grow and looking to push myself to my limits, I can't always do that in just the small containers that I've built up into this point. So I had to be okay letting this go and holding on, like letting this little glass go so that I could rally some troops around me and lift the ocean. You know what I mean? Like get into something bigger and Hey, people can judge all they want, but they're not taking care of my family, right? They're not setting up my future. They're not sitting at my proverbial table. And, um, and I had to be okay with, with, you know, whatever that looked like. So there's a little spiel on that, but yeah, I, I've, I, it's always okay to pivot, always okay to ask questions. You're definitely not alone. Um, you know, there's, thousands, if not millions of people that have gone through everything that you've gone through already. It's okay to ask for questions or ask for help. I think that's so valuable what you're saying for people coming behind, you know, you in the, in the journey, um, you learn that failures, like kind of failures. Okay. Hitting rock bottom is actually beneficial because it kind of lets you like release a little bit and you're, and you do a little bit better and then you're taking on mentorship. Like, so those are like three things that, I think they go against like the nature, maybe a man, I'm not sure, but a lot of guys struggle with it. And it's like, we can't fail, dude. You fail. It's like some people say like school trains you to be that way because it's like here, you got this assignment. You need to get a A, B or C on it. You got to do it usually by yourself or a lot, a lot of times. And so they're just like creating a, a kind of bad environment that life's not really like. And so you're like afraid to fail, afraid to get B, C's and D's. You're on your own. And life's not exactly like that. Like you can pick up a mentor, like we just were saying, and it's like, well, I could bypass, you know, years of learning the hard way and learn from what they learn. And, you know, I think God designed it that way. Like mentorship is straight, like a biblical, amazing thing. Um, that's like the whole book of Proverbs. Like, why did he write all these amazing Proverbs? It was like, Hey man, I, I, I learned a lot from my lifetime and here, let me leave this for you so that you don't have to, to do all that. So a um, million percent. I mean, and really think about it. Like I, and I love the, the fact that you just called out school as well, because yeah, we're taught really from a very young age that, Hey, don't look at your neighbors, 
paper. That's cheating. Uh, don't get help from other people. That's cheating. That's wrong and bad, right? You have to go for test scores, not for proficiency or life skills, right? You learn a lot of these interesting things that when it plays out in real time in real life, not beneficial, right? Uh, and, and very biblically, you know, it's, you know, hundreds of times spells out community, right? Leaning on yeah. your, your people, church, the very word is a body of people, right? It's not a singular place. It's a body. It's a community. And so when you look at that, um, I think that starts to, uh, if we just dig into that right there, we learn a lot about what mentorship community, having your people in your corner, um, you know, is really all about. And that's for me, the way that I practice my church is also through building company, company of people having Mm. my, like, think about doing your homework with like the smartest people in your entire school. That's pretty dope, right? You got your Avengers next to you. You know, Hulk can smash all he wants, but you need to have a Thor behind him. You know what I mean? Like you got to have your Iron Man, your Black Widow, Nighthawk, even though, you know, Nighthawk's just a regular old dude. He's got some skills. You got to bring your people together. It's okay to do that. And Bible shows us that every single step of the way. I love that you're saying like bringing the team together. And I think it's a a big struggle. And like, you think you got to like deal with life on your own. And and this goes into other areas. Like you think you got to deal with your marriage on your own. Like if you share, you know, you can't fail in that, dude. You can't share that you're struggling. And it's like, and all of us are struggling somewhere, but like, we can't talk about that. Uh, Okay. Business, your career, you know, you got to do that on your own right? You got to get the degree. You got to run your business. You can't say that you're in the red, right? The last couple months. So there, I don't know, we're kind of getting at this piece of human nature that it's just like the isolation side, even if it's mentally does not produce good fruit in any aspect of your life compared to community or, um, what you call it church, like your community is, yeah, your, your uh, Avenger team. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get your Avengers around you. It's okay to do that. Well, and that's the thing, the isolation uh, gene that sometimes we, we carry. Um, I I certainly believe that there's a lot of things that we're, we're meant to break through and break out of. And I think this is something that some, I I would consider it's an entrepreneurial drain uh, gene is uh, to break past what we've been, you know, not enslaved, but kind of encapsulated in. You know, we don't, we don't have to do life like some man, nobody wrote the manual on what that needs to look like. There is a manual that can help us, you know, principally, but it doesn't have to look like going to school, getting the, you know, degree, having the family, getting the house, the the two cars, the 2.35 kids, the, this, that, and the other, um, everyone's called to something different for a different reason. And it's okay to investigate, get curious about those things. Um, and, and I would never, I, I don't, so I don't prescribe any specific thing for anyone. Um, whether it's, you know, Hey, be your own boss and get your own job. Not everybody's an entrepreneur. Right. And so for me, I just say, investigate what's going to be amazing for you. Right. If you're holding on to this glass and you don't like this water, how, how's that life going to taste? Right. You don't like that. It's okay to put that down. Say, Hey, you know what? I actually like a lemony scent. I like pomegranate. 
right? It's okay to get pomegranate. It's okay to do that. And so we could we could dive into that, like the permission to just live life full out and do the things that you're, you're called to do in a healthy way. But I think we all kind of get that. Sometimes we just yeah. need to see regular people that are pursuing that. You've got this amazing podcast that you get to interview cool and sometimes nerdy guys for like, this is what you do. That's crazy. If you thought about that a decade, two decades ago, that's wild, right? But you're doing it. And this is now a, a subconscious permission slip for people to go and pursue their thing. Maybe they want to write a book. Maybe they want to speak on stages, right? Maybe they want to create their own community. I've got my own community of, of men that we, that we lead. I would never have thought about doing that a decade ago, two decades ago. So, so we're all called to something different. It's okay to pursue that and get curious about it for sure. That's interesting. So let's tell me more about your com the community of men and like how you're bringing uh, like this mentorship aspect, how it works in your life. And then tell us about the community. Yeah. And actually this plays really well into what we're talking about. So the group, um, it's really a mastermind. It's called Revolt. Okay. And it's a very specific term. Um, and, and the tagline for us is against average, revolt against average. I always say it's a group um, for men who own business. And notice I didn't say men who own a business. I, I mean men who own business. Okay. Like mm -hmm. whether they're doing millions or more, whether they're at zero, they know that business is where they're called to be. And we have a lot of believers in the group, um, probably an overwhelmingly, you know, a majority there just because that's my background. And that's kind of, you know, a lot of our leadership is, is, you know, kind of looks like that, but we know that our calling is to be in ministry in business. Like this is our thing. We get to grow people, do amazing things, serve people, do, do fun things, make money, be able to support, give back all the fun stuff. And so with revolt, um, you know, we're a group, I think we've got what now 130 some, um, members of, of revolt. Most of the members will do about seven figures or more, but we have a, a large you know, maybe 30% of that group that are at zero or between zero and seven figures that are looking to grow and surround themselves with guys that want to play full out. So it's pretty cool, but that's, that's kind of what we've been talking about. It's like, Hey, let's get the gang together. You know, we go on these cool retreats. We've got three retreats next uh, month that we're going to be having a blast. Some of the like world-class speakers uh, coming in to lead these men. And we just do cool things. It's just in a, in a, in an essence of revolting against average, breaking out of the mold and saying, Hey, we don't have to run business like these manuals that were written, a, you know, 35 years ago. There's a new way of doing this. We can get to the financial goals, but let's talk about Besides just the business plan, let's talk about the businessman. Let's grow everywhere and and see what that leads to. Okay, so that's that's it in a nutshell. Interesting. So it's typically an owner or a CEO or CEO owner. That's that's the demographic for sure. Okay, and you guys tie in like you're saying like building the man, not just the business. Like so, teaching them to be better leaders. Um, are you guys teaching strategies like, Hey, scaling yourself or maybe scaling your business? You're obviously 100%. an expert in sales, right? Yeah. And we all have our own specialties, which is really cool because you might be, you know, sitting across the table, uh, you know, from somebody that's doing 50, $60 million in their business. 
And they're there because they have their own sense of struggles, right? They have their own things in their business and their personal life that they're looking to break through on. And it's a time where we just get to lay it all down. No mask, no, you know, preconceived stuff that we have to carry in our regular life and be the leader and be the end all be all for, you know, family and community, all these things. We just lay those mantles down and we just, we just show up. It's, and it's a really cool vibe um, for us just to be real people. And that's what I love most about it. And I'm going to tell you just without any qualms, I I'm, I'm sneaky. Okay. We're, I get a little sneaky. For example, we have a couple's retreat coming up in July. Couples retreat. What I would tell you, Jeff, is, hey, it's for business owners that want to grow in their in their business, grow themselves, play full out. And the couples retreat is a time for us to bring our significant others. Just have a good time, right? We're going to have a it's going to be in Costa Rica. We'll have some adult beverages. We'll get a yacht. We'll stay at a really nice place. It's going to be really great. But okay. (laughs) We're also bringing Gary Chapman, who has written some of the world's you know foremost books on relationships, marriage, um, that that anybody's ever read, and, and oftentimes they will cite a Gary Chapman uh, book or two. So he's going to be there to instruct and lead and, and pour into our our guys. So so yeah, we're going to have fun, but we're we're going to feed you as well, if that makes sense. I really I like that a lot because. <laughs> There's some aspect to like marriage that if the guy, either one's an entrepreneur, you have a business like um, doing parts of that, like together, right? Because didn't not God create a wife to be the helpmate to the husband and is not running a business or um, if he's the one doing it, a lot of work and a lot on him where he does need that support. So I like that you guys are kind of lifting that, lifting that up and supporting marriages. Hundred percent, hundred percent. We all need it, you know. Like, yeah, um, you know, it, it, all of us. We all go through stuff. We're all human at the end of the day. And so, you know, I, I know a lot of the guys that that I end up talking to. We know that we're not perfect. Our relationships aren't perfect, and um, and yet there is something perfect in knowing that there is a plan behind what we're going through. And so, when you get that mindset together, and and again, the way that we apply that is within business as well. Um, it's just a really cool vibe to say, Hey, this is my struggle and, and how it shows up in my business is the symptom, but there's something here that needs adjustment. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is where we have community. We have mentorship. We have leadership. We bring amazing world-class people in to just fine tune that thing because we've all realized that we are ready to revolt against the average. We don't want to just, you know, live life by default. We want to live it by a design that, you know, that we know exists. We just want to be, you know, uh, that, that version of ourselves we know exists. So good. That, that version of us, you know, you're capable, but you're, the choices you're making right now are not making you that guy. Uh, anyways, uh, where do you, where do you, where can people find more information about uh, revolt? Yeah, uh, easiest is just the website, therevolt.com um, is the easiest. We, we always kind of keep that updated. We've got tons of our, our members on there that just kind of tell their stories of business and personal life, like the before and after. So yeah, you get the testimonial stuff. Um, and we have a, a full-time production um, uh, video, videographer that 
he's his background is in film so a lot of the videos are like slow motion and like you know guys cheering and then like the bonfire and then like the football game and drone shots and all that fun stuff so um give william uh you know huge props for making us look good but that's where you'd get all the uh info and then any upcoming events and stuff like that we have um on there as well and then you can also chat with our team too you know we get a lot of guys that have questions and we just find email and dms and stuff isn't as uh impactful as just jumping on um to make sure that you know if you if people are looking for something like that that we can make sure it's going to be a good fit for them oh that's awesome all right well the revolt.com i'm looking forward to checking out these videos that <laughs> give william the props man like that's awesome he's he's the man so 